7.45 on a Saturday morning. Time once again for our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrow from Haskell's. Locally, if you're new to the area, check out. Now, how many, I got to ask you this again, Jack. How long has Haskell's been around? What was that first year? 1934. 34. In January, excuse me, in January it'll be 85 years. Wow. Well, yeah. check it out. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about Haskell's, but uh, what's going on today? What do you think we should talk about? Well, I think we should talk about the gift of wine. Yes. What better gift to give anybody than a bottle of wine? It reflects good taste on the part of the recipient, and it allows that the gifter of the wine has pretty good taste as well. And don't forget, wine is the gift that no one ever returns. It, it's a wonderful thing. You can get a basket of wine which is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, and the baskets can be based on different types of wine. You could have a French basket, Italian, Spanish, maybe a basket of Minnesota wine, or some wines from Oregon or Sicily. I think you get the idea. Chile, Australia, you can make a basket of your favorite area of the world and makes a terrific gift. And, of course, basket types can be just a wonderful gift, too. Give your favorite three or four bottles of Chardonnay or Rosé or Cabernet or Merlot, or your favorite bubbles, maybe two or three bottles of Prosecco. Or if you're really feeling extravagant, maybe put a couple of bottles of Champagne together. We have all of these wonderful things. And the baskets of drinks are another popular thing, a basket uh, with the ingredients for a margarita or basket for ingredients for Moscow Mule. Moscow Mule is kind of a neat drink. It's ginger beer and vodka usually served in a copper mug, and uh, it is a delicious, delicious drink. Uh, same thing is true if your favorite person likes Manhattans, martinis, etc. You can put a basket together with all the fixings inside. One of my favorite gifts ever I got was a chunk of Stilton cheese and a bottle of 10-year-old Tawny Port. And let me tell you, with the cold winter nights coming up in the near future, uh, sitting in front of the fire with a little bit of Stilton cheese and a glass of uh, vintage port or even a, a just a 10-year-old blended tawny port, not even a vintage. Uh, you know God's in heaven and all's right with the world as you sit there by the fire munching on that cheese and sipping that wine. Of course, not to be overlooked are beer baskets. You can buy a basket of, full of craft beers and makes a wonderful gift for your favorite uh, beer drinker. And they can get... Craft beers from all over the United States, from Minnesota, etc., uh, make a terrific gift. Another great gift idea, in my opinion, is to give somebody a recipe and then give them uh, the uh, fixing the recipe and then a wine you recommend to go with that recipe. It makes a very personal gift that really is just absolutely uh, a real keeper because they keep the recipe provided they like the dish you put in there and they've got the bottle of wine to go with it and some of my favorite favorite wines to have uh i did a 90 point wine under 20 dollars and i'm telling you uh, it, it's been very very popular uh to pick these wines one of my favorites is uh, la forge viognier now viognier is a white wine uh, grape type it comes from the rhone valley and it's kind of hard to really find a good Viognier. This LaForge is about $12, and it epitomizes the best qualities in a Viognier. Quite frankly, it's the best Viognier I have ever tasted. 
Another nice wine is Silver Beach from New Zealand. If you like Sauvignon Blancs from New Zealand, let me tell you, you're in for quite a treat when you try Silver Beach. It's just delicious. And for my favorite Zinfandel drinkers, and you know Zinfandel is a wonderful, wonderful wine to have with so many different things. It's particularly good with grilled things. I like it with barbecue. Uh, and there's one called Torchbearer. It's from Lodi. It's an unbelievably good Zinfandel for only about $14. And, of course, uh, my all-time favorite is Terraces, which has a long, long history and makes one of the best Zinfandels I've ever had. It's about, it's not under $20. It's over $20. But believe me, it's the benchmark by which all other Zinfandels are are judged and tried. It really is a, a, a marvelous thing. Another really interesting wine, in my opinion, is the Buena Vista's The Count. You know, The Count, uh, Hazartsky founded Buena Vista, which was really the first big commercial uh, winery north of San Francisco in, a, in the 1850s. And he was is called the godfather of the California wine industry, and he is indeed that. Buena Vista was required, acquired by a French friend, uh, uh, oh, maybe 10, 12 years ago, and they've remodeled the place beautifully. Buena Vista is now regaining its position as one of the best wineries in California, and the Count is a really delicious red blend of wine. It's well-balanced. It has dark berry flavors with a slight hint of mocha in the finish. And it is a a real must wine for somebody who loves a Cabernet or a Cabernet blend. Buena Vista the Count. Another wine that I'm just crazy about is the Poor Man's Amarone. It's called Amicone, A-M-I-C-O-N-E. Amicone. It's a full-bodied Italian wine. And the reason I say it's a poor man's Amarone is Amarone is a very, very expensive wine. It is harvested, and then the clusters of grapes are hung in the attic to dry. And after they're dry and they look like raisins, they crush that and make this Amarone wine. And because, you know, you lose a lot of juice by those berries hanging there drying uh, in the rafters, uh, it's always expensive. This amicone is not expensive, and it is made sort of the same way in oak barrels. It has notes of sweet spice and sort of a chocolate finish. Uh, you want to try something interesting sometime, try an am- a glass of amicone and bite into a black bitter chocolate. You'll be absolutely astonished at how wonderful that is. And, of course, my favorite wine area of the entire world is Burgundy. And we've got a Burgundy from Bouchard. Bouchard's an old, old, old family negociant. Started back in the early 1800s. They make a Pinot Noir. It's 2013, so it's five years old. It's ready to drink right now. It is a wine with finesse and beauty. It is probably the best expression of Pinot Noir I've tasted in a long time at a modest price. And, uh, you know, it it has notes of spice and fruit. It really is a terribly expressive uh, Pinot Noir. But I think you get the idea. There's all sorts of wonderful wines to try. Uh, If you're interested in, say, a white Bordeaux, try Chateau Le Gravier. Uh, It is a wonderful blend of Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc. And, uh, you know, if you like Sauvignon Blancs from New Zealand, etc., you're not 
White Bordeaux is totally different because they put Semillon in with those Sauvignon Blanc, and it, it causes a, a remarkable change in the blend. And I think most Bordeaux really do cry for shellfish. You want a perfect matchup with shrimp or lobster, try a white Bordeaux, and why not try that Chateau Le Gravier? It is a wonderful wine, and again, over 90 points, and retails for just slightly over $10 a bottle, so it's a real bargain. Another wine not to be missed are rosés. You know, everybody is now interested in rosé. You know, we've gone from where we had eight or nine rosés to today we've got over 150 of them. And the reason is people are very much enamored with rosé. And it isn't like they just decided to invent rosé. It's been around forever. It's just people began to throw off the image of rosé, which, you know, a ladies' tea image. You had it in the afternoon and it wasn't masculine. Well, I mean to tell you, there's nothing better than a glass of rosé as an aperitif before dinner. And, you know, if you're planning a big holiday dinner, why not have some rosé as an aperitif? Or even a sparkling rosé. You know, they've always known rosés are really good. A good example of that is if you buy Dom Perignon, you pay a lot of money. You want to pay a lot more money? Get a Dom Perignon rosé. It's almost twice as expensive wow. <laughs> as the regular Dom Perignon. And there's a reason for that. And one of my favorites is called L'Opal. It's a rosé from Provence. It's about 10 bucks a bottle. It is absolutely delicious. And so I think you get the idea. If somebody likes wine, you're going to absolutely love these various wine gifts, and you can give them to them in a basket, a boat and brimming with good cheer, or you can give them just a bottle of one of these wonderful wines, and believe me, share a wine discovery with someone, maybe make a totally new friend. You know what, uh, when I ran into you, Jack, here a week or two ago, I had uh, found out that a friend of mine, um, I talked to his mother, and I says, uh, does, uh, does he drink, like wine? And I don't, He does, but he likes beer a lot more. So that's what uh, I was doing there. I ordered through Haskell's a basket of these different brews. Oh, yeah. I believe that might be our most popular basket. It's a bunch of craft beers in a basket, and I think it's our number one selling basket more than any of the wines because we have so many wine baskets. But that craft beer is extraordinarily pos- uh, popular, and it makes it great. As I said, these wines are are the gift of good taste. So are beers, so are various spirits. And no one ever returns them. You can make a basket, say, for a sweet tooth, put in your favorite port and sherry, and give someone a basket like that who likes those different wines. Uh, it makes a great, great gift. And as I said, in my opinion, I've always said wine is the gift of good taste. And the reason is it reflects good taste on the recipient as well as the donor or the giver. Uh, that you've gone out of your way to pick something. And like I say, try and personalize it. Put a recipe with it or a favorite cheese or uh, a book that you love about wine or a wine magazine you think is pretty good. Uh, then That makes it a little more personal. But there's nothing more personal than giving somebody something that you particularly like because you find it delicious or remarkable, and then you're going to share that discovery with somebody else. I think it makes for a very, very nice holiday. Absolutely. I tell you, those folks at Haskell's are so easy to work with and really making it easy for everybody during this season. Yes, it is. And we do deliver, and we deliver all over the country where it's legal. 
but you've got to get those delivery orders in by Monday the 17th to make sure you have delivery by Christmas. So if you have to send something to somebody, uh, we, Haskell's not only delivers all over the state of Minnesota, we deliver all over the country where we're permitted to, and you have to get those orders in no later than Monday the 17th for delivery before Christmas. There's Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine and explore the vineyards of the world at Haskell's. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault. Our Maple Grove Super Cellar is not to be missed. You can wander the vineyards of the world there in 24,000 square feet. Uh, Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis, where on Saturday and Sunday we have free parking. Haskell's at Minnetonka at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com or go to WCCO.com slash wine. It'll take you right to the Haskell's website where you can explore our 12-page holiday catalog and even see those wines I've picked. Uh, that are 90 points and under $20 that make wonderful gifts for your favorite onophile. They really do. Well, Jack, uh, by the time we talk next week, it'll be closer to Christmas. What, uh, the Saturday before Christmas? The Saturday before Christmas. I can't wait. All right, Jack. <laughs> we'll talk then. I'm like a little kid. I love Christmas. <laughs> I know. You have a lot, of, uh, a lot of folks feeling the same way. Jack, thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.